Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, cursed video game ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I, of course, am your host with the most, AJ Hart, and I am joined here by Blake Rea. I didn't know you were going to intro at me. You never do that. I feel so... I feel so appreciated. I feel so. I feel so loved. I'm feeling kind of generous today. You know, are you feeling generous because you broke my fucking heart, AJ Hart? You traitor! You motherfucker! You really <laughs> want to bring this into the show? You want to bring this energy into the show? I do, huh? I do you want, want to bring call this me energy out as being a show. traitor. Like, what am I being a traitor about? Perhaps AJ, AJ, and I spent all of last weekend, all of last weekend, being best bros, playing Destiny 2's new new campaign release on Legendary, which was hard as shit. By the way, it required a lot of energy, a lot of Dr. Peppers, and a lot of sleepless nights or sleepless hours. I gave that to you, AJ. And what did I log on to Steam last night to play Super Hot? What did I notice you doing without me? You were raiding. You were, I you was were raiding. Doing, you were doing the Destiny raid without me. I, yeah, trying to get that no. jacket. Okay, look. Okay, look, 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 look. I want you to know, Blake, I would feel bad about this, except I am in not one, not two, not three, but four different chats with you, all four of which I have mentioned that I will be raiding this week. You had, I couldn't have possibly snuck this under your radar with four chats of which I I have used the code word Operation Deadbeat. I have used the words Raid Weekend. I have used the word, I have used the phrase Raid Week because we've broken the raid into chunks to make it more manageable for our other working friends. And you dare come into here and say that I betrayed you, Mr. Fucking Super Hot. I'm sorry, I wanted to replay Super Hot. It's a fun game. If it makes it's you an feel excellent game. It is a beautifully crafted game and I do not blame you for playing Super Hot. I do blame you for somehow imagineering that it was my fault. Imagineering like this the, was like on the Disney the, like you. the Disneyland engineers? How is that relevant? Imagine. Do you know how difficult it was to find a sixth person? We had, we were in there begging, hoping for people to show up and hey, come Hey, bro, through. you could have just texted me. You know that's like the best way to contact me. I- Don't worry. Hey, Blake, I would have thought about that, but I had already informed you about the plans in four group chats. <laughs> I didn't see any of them, you know. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a bad chat person. Like, I, cause I just look, 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 look. I, like, I don't know if it's because, like, big chats, like, just subconsciously make me nervous or some shit. Like, it gets my anxiety going. Or it's just like, I get so many notifications from our group chat because it's so fucking huge that my brain just automatically tunes it out. It's like, oh, they're talking about ice skating or they're talking about something. Not that those things are boring or whatever. It's just like it's that not something that directly involves me. So I don't need to go open it and read every single message. Um. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Uh, Hey, what about our destiny group chat that you're in? (laughs) That is very specifically about getting people raid into the raid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I I'll take I'll take the the uh, the L on that one. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm so happy for you. No, it it all serious is I'm so fucking hyped because I, for those that don't know, if you um like beat a raid within the first is it the first month of release? Uh, I believe this time it's been within the first week. 
fuck, really? You only have a week to get that jacket? Damn. Yeah. Well, I think two weeks technically because it dropped. The raid went available last weekend, and then you mm-hmm. had the week that it was uh, the weekend of the fourth. And so the raid was in contest mode for the weekend of the 4th and the 5th because it first came out and they made the raid more difficult. Raids in Destiny are six-man difficult missions. They made it more difficult for the first weekend. After that, you had until the 21st. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The raid came out on the 11th and 12th. Then you had the weekend. Then you had until the 21st to beat the raid and earn the permission to purchase a jacket. How much is that jacket you're going to buy, AJ? 150 bucks. And this is the Jesus second time Christ. I'm making a run for a raid jacket in Destiny. I made a run for it for Deepstone Crypt, and that one was extraordinarily difficult. Me- but- I'm, I'm, I, 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 though, I will say that this jacket is much cooler than the Deepstone Crypt one. But that might be because I'm in a fucking desert, and that one was very obviously a snow jacket. Yeah, the uh, Deepstone Crypt jacket was looked very warm. I'm hoping that this one is a nice mid-weight jacket that I can wear in the bag. Oh, it'd be so it, nice. It, it, it's, it's a cool-looking jacket. It's got all sorts of buckles on it. Not it, buckles, that, hooks. I wish I, I, I – my first thought when I looked at that jacket is I was like, oh, please, for the love of Christ, please have, like, that pocket you have on, like, the arm. It doesn't have the pocket, but it is still fucking cool with the amount of, like, JoJo-ass buckles that are on it. I, I, maybe not maybe not extreme I, as like JoJo, but like it is. It, it, I got Kojima vibes off of it Kojima personally because it has a lot vibes. of like because it's not like Whoa. buckles necessarily like a like an anime character. It's like metal hooks that you would see in like tactical wear. You know what I mean? Like those oh. little. They're not called O rings because they're not shaped like an L, but you know what I mean? Like there's like little metal rings that you could clip things onto. Okay, I'm picturing you like the moment you get this jacket, you're gonna wear a bunch more of those. Um, I forget what jacket you had that had it, but it's like that little po- that little uh, like Molly uh, drawstring that would hang from like one of the zippers. It's like that little rectangle piece of fabric that had like some sort of like oh the little air tags and flight yeah, tags. Yeah, I'll be yeah. I'll be throwing a couple of those onto this jacket. Don't Fuck you worry. That rules, dude. Excellent, excellent. Okay, destiny stuff aside, uh, I do have one p- cool piece of gaming news before we jump. Yeah, into do you have the game news podcast. that isn't destiny? The game that we've probably talked about on and off again on this show for five years. You know what's so funny? I don't think you and I talk too much about Destiny on this show. I don't recall us talking about it all that much, but we we are at that point in the podcast now where it's like we've been doing it for three fucking years that there's probably... That, you know, like an inside out where they like throw away the bolts? to talk about how much we've talked about oh, Destiny. Please fucking Christ, don't! I have a guy at my, I have one of my managers at work. Hopefully, he's not listening to this. He t- tries to integrate AI into everything, and I'm like, you know, buddy, you're kind of like just deleting my job, like, and I'm watching hey, it happen right in front of Blake, me. Blake, I love this you so much. You do me. need to look at your contract and double check if they have permission and access to the work that you've done outside, because I saw somebody make AI generated art or ai generated voices of the characters from destiny and Uh i'm certain that there is less audio files of the destiny characters talking than exists of you and me talking on this podcast and it is absolutely within somebody's hands and power to make an ai voice of you and me 
So just check your contract so that, so that your company <laughs> no, doesn't AI me. It, luckily, it doesn't have anything like that because I did check. I'm like, hey, uh, what do you own of me because of the whole BuzzFeed situation? I, yeah. When I first got this job, that was like one of the immediate things I asked. I was like, hey, do you own anything that I make outside of this job? And they're like, no, why the fuck would we do that? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Not every company right. BuzzFeed. People stopped doing that after the BuzzFeed incident. <laughs> but it is, it's wild that you met somebody in the real world that does like digital stuff for companies and they didn't know why you would bring that up. <laughs> I guess some no. people may not know that. There was a whole kid like there was a whole thing where the BuzzFeed creators came out and were like, oh yeah, no, we were under the Disney contract where anything that we made was owned by Disney or owned yeah, by BuzzFeed. That's because Disney has an uh, has a thing like that for their artists. That's so fucking scary to me. Like, the idea of, like, wh- what do you think they do, like, with the spiritual, sec- I mean, actually, technically, they'd only own, like, 50% of it, or some bullshit like that. They like, would own all of the parts with your voice. All the parts with my voice. All right, they're launching their own podcast, but it's just my voice, and it's half as funny. Three, qu- two-third, no, no, because you're the funnier one. Uh, One-fourth funnier. No, less funny fuck shit okay coming back to the game news that i was that i before, the, before this dumb i don't know i was kind of interested to watch you just flounder there for a little bit yeah tell me about your video game news what else do you have for me dude do you remember one of my favorite games of all time hyper light drifter yeah it's Are you talking fucking... about hyper light drifter 2 Hyperlight Breaker, please. Holy shit, they're doing a, a like a sequel, but it is instead of it being like this top-down sort of um like 8-bit adventure. It's like a 3D cell-shaded badass-looking game. Oh, did we get gameplay footage now? Uh, I believe we I did. I knew about yeah. the trailer already. I didn't know if we had any gameplay. I believe yeah, they're showing uh I believe the trailer showed off uh some gameplay. Are you or are you looking for like just the straight gameplay trailer? Yeah, I'm looking for a gameplay tra- trailer. When I saw and heard about Hyperlight Breaker, all that was out there was a little animated video. Uh, but it oh. was like a cutscene. There was no gameplay yet. Oh no, I'm seeing gameplay right now. And AJ Hart, I have never looked at a game before, and I'm like, this is this is fucking AJ. You're hunting giant fucking monsters. You traverse the open world on a hoverboard. You get to do a crap ton of different loadouts, all uh, like uh, what's it called Borderlands. It, dude, what? this game this is, that this sounds this like game, such a wildly different game than Hyperlight Drifter. Incredibly different. It so what it what it is from what I was reading, it takes place in the Hyperlight Drifter universe, but it has no like uh, they want to do like a completely different um, uh, like style for this which i love this i love looks when... much closer to solar ash yes solar ash is a great example which was also done by the same studio right yeah solar ash was an amazing game i really liked yeah. that it was the first time that i played a game that felt like shadow colossus like in a way that was nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah this okay, is very this much solar this is very wow i wonder if it's solar ash doesn't take place in the same hyperlight universe does it not to my knowledge. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because then wh- they would have probably called it like Hyper Ash or Hyper Solar or something. Yeah. Strange. Strange, 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 strange. But it, you know what it also reminds me of? Um, there's that one beautiful game um, about, like, it's it's about the couple that are living on an alien world. 
and they like can traverse the world as long as they hold hands and stuff like that. Yeah, that was the game that was developed by the team behind Fury. Yes, yes. Also in similar similar uh, artistic uh, style. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm just hyped. Like Hyperlight Drifter was one of those games that was just so engrossing the whole time that I played it because it's. I have a weak spot for games that are dialogueless, that are just completely visual. I think that just stems from like one, I, I didn't really grow up reading a lot, and I also am, I'm a filmmaker, so I really love like visual storytelling, and just the amount of like complex things that they were able to play with and deal with and and illustrate without any sort of communication whatsoever was just absolutely fascinating. And I have no idea if that's what they're going to be doing with this new game. Um, but either way, the combat traversal, all of it looks super fun. I can kind of get, and I know it's, tr I know it's kind of tried to say this, but I can really see the Breath of the Wild influence in it. Um, I, I, I it, you it say just, that just because there's a little hang glider shot. There's well, no, not only that, but there's like just the design elements of the world where it's just like these big roaming fields with ruins, and like you just are are constantly going around getting in little fights with enemies and things, and just the color palette, the sort of vibe it gives off, it just it feels kind of like the Breath of the Wild, like open world traversal system. Um, that game seems to have been wildly influential in a way that I never expected. I mean, it's a Zelda game. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I didn't play it, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> Same. And sec and second of all I don't know. Like, like you're right. Like, I de the hang glider especially. But the phrase Legend of Zelda-like or Breath of the Wild-like has been mm -hmm. thrown around a lot. I think there's something to be said about the Vista shot being used in Nintendo projects since oh, that totally. game came out. Totally. I mean, hell, anyway, have you seen, like, dude, have you talk seen... for a video game podcast and a video game news show, of which oh. I'm not prepared to do because I don't have notes and also don't pay attention to video game news. Uh, don't want it to interfere with my creative flow. Guess Blake, what, Gary, what we do here is we to do... develop I've... video games. And I'm on, a... that filmmaker's... I'm on that film student lifestyle, and I don't look or play video games anymore out of worry that it will affect me and my visions. Smash cut to you spending all of your weekend with me playing Destiny 2 and getting mad at me that I needed to take an hour-long break <laughs> because I wanted to go eat dinner <laughs> and watch the Oscars, and you almost left my ass. I still think... Yeah, okay, I'm going to do one more tangent. Uh... <laughs> AJ and I were spending all weekend doing Destiny, and I told him, like, hey, AJ, I know we're about to come up on the final level of the campaign, but the I need final to, like, take level. a break. And you were, like, and you were just in this mode of, like, all right, guess what? You're gone. I'm leaving you now. I'm going to go fucking do the you, final I level. Thought you were, I thought you were leaving for the day. No. That I wouldn't be able to finish the campaign until we were done no, with work just, on Monday, dude, I, I had which would have left me with a I had whole day but, worth of not grinding. And also, it's like, like family was visiting in the room outside, and I'm like, I don't want to be that dickhead that's like in my room just playing video games while family's over. Like, come on. Like. I, I wanted want to go out and go interact with them. All right, AJ, do you want me to give you the first game submission, or do you yes, want to give... Yes, you oh. give me the first video game submission. <clears throat> All right, AJ, I selected this one for you because you famously live in the tech startup capital of the world. I don't know if that's true. 
uh, Shepard at uh, Shepard Top Cringefall Guy at Dat Sketcher speedrun strats for running a tech startup. I want to figure out how we can do a game or, you know, like there are people at like EVO or no, actually EVO is not it. Like at some you mean, game hold, shows. Hold on. Did you call it EVO? Do you mean Evo? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, the fighting game tournament Evo, right? Which is also like not the not the the example I should be using because I'm talking. I'm trying to think of like okay, what is a convention where speed runs are like heavily shown, and it's not GDC? Evo. G yeah, GDC. There we go. So I want to figure out. Or not GDC. I sorry, GDQ. Or, who, yeah, game's done quick. GDQ. Who, who GDC is the Game Developers Conference. Blake, <laughs> you have to give a shit. That's who. Because you do a video game podcast. Well, you, my friend, have to give a shit. <laughs> well, no. It, it, you, it's not like you and I do like reliable game reporting or news. If I do, I... just not when my notes aren't in front of me. Like today. <laughs> okay. I want to figure out what is a game you and I can develop that is played at one of those conferences exclusively that is about doing a tech startup. So first off, you and I need to pick what is our tech and that will kind of dictate the game that we need to play. Or are there different like levels or pathways to this game where you can pick, depending on what kind of tech you choose, will dictate what strats you have access to um, or speedrunning strats you have access to. So it's like doing a software uh, tech startup is very different than doing like an e-bike uh, tech startup. I you don't, know? okay. Yeah, no, I see what you're meaning. I think first things first, we have to declare and finalize what a tech startup is. Because mm -hmm. I worked at a cabinet company that claimed to be a tech startup. That's and we were just lie. selling cabinets and also had no like... Sorry, I'm going to go ahead and blast my old company. Um, I worked at a cabinet company that claimed to be a tech startup, and we had no tech. Like, none of the tech that we were using was unique to our industry and certainly not unique to our company. So I'm really not sure what tech startup means anymore other than as a buzzword and as a way to get emails from people. Question, but didn't you guys have, like, the 3D printer that was for the cabinets? That, no. That's, See, oh. that's the way I, it was described to me is we had a bunch of fabrication machines in the back that could, like, cut and measure things to, like, required uh, size. However, mm -hmm. after talking to one of my more experienced sellers, she was like, oh, yeah, I had that at the last three companies that I worked at. I really don't know what the CEO is talking <laughs> about about this being unique. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, so here's the thing, AJ. That's a speedrunning strat. You can just say you have technology. You can just lie. You can, you can say just, you have tech. No, no, no. We gotta be. We gotta be a little bit more floral with it. You gotta like. You gotta like take facts. The fact that you do have this thing. You gotta like lie. Uh, say misinformation about other companies that being like, yeah, we are. We exclusively have this piece of tech. Nobody else has this tech. Cause like Joe Schmo, like me, AJ. If I were like, if I were a fucking rich person, which I'm not, and I was buying cabinets for my kitchen, and I went to the company you worked for, and they told me that, I'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm not gonna fact check it. I'll just take it at face value." Like, dude, it, it is so easy to lie. If I've learned anything in these last <laughs> couple months, it is so easy to lie. Because <laughs> well, okay. here's the thing about lying. 
People don't expect you to be lying. We have a social contract in the world where yeah. when you say things, people have to assume that you're telling the truth because why would you be lying? And that has gotten a lot of people a lot of away with a lot of wild stuff. There's a New York like there's a New York politician who has a seat. Oh my who just god! Lied. I fucking you sh- you you showed this guy to me the other weekend, and I st- and it still it still breaks my my head. <laughs> Is it, is it George DeSantis? Yeah, he's like, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I went to Harvard, and I didn't go to Harvard. I just lied. DeSantis, he, the, sorry. The fact, nope, that's the fact Ron that DeSantis. he came clean and said it to people, and people are still supporting him, is the thing that blows my brain. Like, I don't understand. And I, I it's it's so wild. If you have a couple minutes to spare, dear listener, go go do some reading on this gentleman. Uh He's George he's Santos. Fucking wild. It's wild. Anyway, here's what I'm proposing, Blake. What if we just what if we just turn spiritual successor into a tech startup? Here's all we need oh. to do. Start collecting emails. Okay. Build a website. Okay, Boom, what's the one thing startup. what's the one thing that we can say that you and I have? Like, here, I, I, here we go. Here we go. You and I use dedicated uh, field mixers to capture a better sounding podcast, better than anybody else. And the way Here's we what I would that- propose to you, Blake, because I think that like what you're thinking too small. You're thinking, oh, we have to market what we have. You no, use the that's, word field but- mixer. Hold on, field mixer is a thing. You don't need to say that we do this for audio. We use filled mixers to create more complicated works. We use field oh. mixers to to procreate imagination just the word field mixer it doesn't even matter that that's what we're selling what we're selling is of course the emails to people who are yes, yes. interested in joke game design i don't know okay that doesn't matter we can make up the let me take it a, step further. Me take it a step further to like get to kind of uh, we use f- uh, uh film uh field mixers not like podcasting field mixers okay. like you know, we use movie field mixers because we want a more immersive Cinematic sound. is the word you're looking for. We cinematic. Want, there you go. You're right. Cinematic That's field mixers. Yes. No, no, no. But cinematic is a subjective thing. So we got to say we use film field mixers for a more cinematic experience because cinematic field mixer doesn't make sense. So it's like, mm. so we are, we had the ingenuity to take a piece of tech from a completely different and not at all similar content putting uh, game design through the through the uh, through, through the auditory lens yes through the, of through filmmaking the film. yes yes and that's how you and i get such an immersive sound nobody else is doing this we are the only ones who do this oh my god it's really easy to be a tech startup now that i'm thinking yeah. about it and now <laughs> uh, now we have to do the hard part we have to start getting emails so that we can say that we have contacts okay and okay. then and so then are, I think that's it. We are, then we, we just really start designing talking a to game. Investors. We're just kind of like designing a checklist of what you need to be a yeah. tech startup. Okay. I, All right. I'm taking this submission of speedrunning a tech startup, and I'm trying to think about what we could do to turn this podcast into an official tech startup. You, and I okay. think it is just building a website and getting an email list. No, no, no. And I no, think no. from there we, we can start looking have, for investors. No, we need to be able to have dogs in the office. No, because we got to talk okay. about like the physical things here, right? Because dogs improve attitude and all that. Jazz. Dogs, dogs, uh-huh. like 
dogs are set dressing. How's it going? AJ Hart, Bay Area <laughs> official startup person. The dogs are set dressing. You put those on social so that you look like a startup. Um, I don't think that those are important to the startup. Although oh, you're so it's right. Like, if the okay. whole purpose of the startup is to look like a startup, then you're right. Just putting a dog in a studio space does put us there much quicker. <laughs> Fuck. You're so smart. <laughs> I'm trying I to love think of like, what are all the things that Step happen at one, the company. Put I a dog for. in a studio and take a photo of it. And we're halfway uh-huh. there to the social media platform of a startup. Step two, we do profile, fo- like little like profile dating posts on our socials about the two people that work here, you uh, and me. Okay. <laughs> we make we make a welcome to the team post for LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. Uh, we also and don't this have is an the HR most department. Thing for, we are this is the most important thing for a startup that I've that? seen out here. We just start putting up job listings. We don't even <laughs> have to. We just have to have the open available jobs there, and then say we're a startup. And okay. people. <laughs> Can I pitch you something on Super Evil? I would. I don't actually want to do this, but I'm just so fucking curious. If you were to saying, put up, if a we jo- let's put up a job listing for a, for a distribution manager. Yeah, but like at the bottom of the post, you have to say this is a fake thing. Don't apply to it. I am just so curious how many people will not read the whole thing and just apply. Because when I was applying for shit, did not read all of it. I just read like how. How much does it pay? What are my responsibilities? Oh, I don't read That's anything. It. Are you kidding me? I see the I see the keywords that I should be hired for, and then send out my application. Yeah, seriously, I get no time to fucking read it. Oh my god. Okay, so okay, so what else do we? Need? Uh, I don't know if you heard me, but I think the other one is we do not have an HR department. We are community ran. So it's yes. like all of, so like all of it we're we're just a bunch of friends just hanging out in an office together with our dogs. We got like a sweet Keurig machine, you know, it, it's Oh, chillier. and here's the it's other chillier. most important thing about us tech startup. Um nowhere online can you find anything about the product that we actually sell. There is like eight tabs about community though, which is like oh, you and me on the beach, you and me at a Red Robin, you and me at a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party, like all these tabs about how great it is to work here and it's all stock photos of other people also in there it's like a photo of you and me photoshopped in another one another one of my favorites is them talking about their impact but you don't quite know what they did to get that impact of like people are so happy with our product and it's just a stock photo of just people smiling and it's like what how is this relevant what do you sell like uh, 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 uh. What we sell, what we sell, Blake, is community and connections. <laughs> All right, AJ, give me, give me a game submission. This comes from biblically accurate pet rock at Asithius. Chrono Tigger. It's Chrono Trigger, but Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Blake Rayo, when I was a wee lad and I was renting <laughs> video games from Best Buy for the Nintendo 64, one of my favorite games to get from rent was the Tigger Adventure video game on the Nintendo 64. It was a side-scroller platformer really? where you played as Tigger Winnie the Pooh. Not Winnie the Pooh, but Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. And it was okay. a fun little jumping platform video game. I want to turn that into a JRPG. Okay, but that's not... here's. Wait, Chrono Tr- Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of fucking um God, what's that arcade game where you slow down time um and shoot? Something Time 
time crisis? Time Are you crisis. A time crisis. I'm thinking. I don't know why I got why I confused that with Chrono Trigger. Well, I mean, it's like Chrono. Hold on. Wait. What the fuck did you just? Say? I'm okay, Blake. I have not played Time Crisis in a long time, and uh-huh. it's possible that I'm really bad at it. You can uh-huh. slow down time. I, I thought it was there's... just a railway shooter with the cover system. What do you mean you can slow down time? I thought I could. Why the fuck call it time crisis if you can't slow down time? Because there's, there's the- a timer at the bottom of the screen, Blake. Oh, yeah, there is a time crisis going on in there. <laughs> I'm a anyway, uh, please Chrono go. Trigger is a JRPG <laughs> that has artwork by from the dude that did Dragon Ball Z. Yes. That's yes. all I know about Chrono Trigger. I think it was a PS1 game. That's it. I also know that there's a building game out there for Chrono Trigger. Or is that a different game? Dragon something? That's Dragon Quest. That's a different God, JRPG with artwork from the dude that does game. Dragon Ball Z. Blake I Rhea. am off my game today. Dude, help me. Send help. Send me coffee. Send me something. Jesus. <laughs> Are you out here? Hold on. Are you raw dog in the day? No, I have some coffee. I'm just like, it's okay. Just inst- okay. It's instinct- <laughs> no, it's inst- it's inst- uh, Did you say raw dogging the day? My God. Yeah. Um, that's what it's called when you, that's <laughs> what it's called when you go into a day without any sort of caffeine. <laughs> you run. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if my mom would would appreciate me saying that in front of. Well, her. you certainly don't say it in front of your mother. If I can't say it in front of my mother, then why say it? Blake, I, am a good, I have I am a so good many. Boy. I can go through the podcast. I can assure you, there is lots of things here that we could not put in front of your mother. <laughs> okay, so what are you what are you picturing? With you want to do a Tigger. I want to do a Tigger video game where Tigger's going to go kill God, which I guess in Tigger's world might be Christopher Robin. I'm not entirely certain how deities work in the Winnie the Pooh verse. No, AJ, you're on to something fucking great because... um, I always am. Minor spoiler for those... I mean, it's been out for like two years. Doom Eternal, that's kind of what the the story is, is like you are killing... He kills Christopher Robin? No, he kills God. He kills oh. fucking God. It's insane. Like he Doom's he, not he, really a JRPG, but I like where this is going. No, it's it, what this is. I this is leading into how I want to come back to the JRPG. Okay. So this the story of Doom Eternal is like how basically God turned evil, and now you're gonna go kill them. Christopher Robin turned fucking evil, and now like Tigger. Guess what? Who got their tail chopped off has to go on this giant journey, this no. JRPG journey. You yes. can take literally any other part of his body. You can't take the part Bullshit. that he uses to move around. If you can't do a good hero. If he is an all-powerful hero from the fucking get-go, that game is boring. Look at Dark, uh, not Dark Souls, um, the, the Dark Siders or Dark Dark yeah, Dark Siders, yeah. They show you with your full abilities at the beginning of the game, and then guess what? They fucking oh, take it away from you. Dark Siders was such you- a good game. Thank you for yeah. reminding me about Dark Siders and Dark Siders Two, two excellent games. Yes, and you and I still need to play fucking Dark Siders Genesis. I, I I hate that you and I had like two weeks where you and I were playing that regularly, and then and then the pandemic stopped, and the pandemic happened, and then we had to stop. And I'm like. Man, I missed that game, actually. I want to do 
the uh, the reason I brought up Darksiders is because the game starts with Tigger having all of his abilities, his fucking tail, and guess what? The opening scene ends with it getting chopped off by fucking Christopher Robin. Now he's <gasps> on this he's on this quest to kill Christopher Robin, get his tail back. But guess what? What what? Winnie the Pooh in his fucking he in his in. <laughs> I'm gonna go full grim with this. He's. Like, uh, he's like a cyberpunk, like, uh, uh, futurist guy that can build cool mech things or cool robotic tails, just like the, the woman from Do uh, Devil May Cry. But guess what? He only does it for honey because, you know, he's kind of addicted to that shit. He needs his kick. Uh -huh. So you need to collect honey during the levels to buy tail upgrades or buy new tails with new abilities as the game goes on. So you... It, I, I, I would like to make one addendum to your concept because I love it so far. Here's my one addendum. It is not Winnie the Pooh that makes cool, cool, super cool robot limbs. It is Eeyore, who's known for, of course, trying to build a house because that oh, was he, he was a little architect yeah. and he was going to build so much dope shit. Okay. So Eeyore, Eeyore is our incredibly cool mechanic that will give Tigger a robo-tail. The rest of the cast from the Hundred Acre Woods will be our JRPG cast as we build our party up. We, of course, will have Winnie the Pooh, the little owl, the rabbit, the little pink piglet. I don't remember any of their names other than Eeyore. Uh, believe it or not, I think a lot of them are just their names. <laughs> There's oh, like yeah, Winnie the Pooh, just, Piglet. It's just, Sorry, oh, I, yeah, it is just rabbit, rabbit the it, rabbit, isn't it? Damn. Yeah, it's just their, sorry, I, I said that wrong. Their names are just their names. Their name is just what animal they are, I believe. Well, I think, that's not true because Rue is a kangaroo, but I don't know what Rue's mom is named. Uh, Mrs. Rue, easy, next. I don't think that's true. <laughs> also, there's, I, I think Owl is just called Owl. Yeah, that is kind of fucked up. If you're going to do a naming convention, do it for but everything or nothing at all. has a special name because there's a whole movie about him, but I yeah. don't remember the name. Uh, oh, uh, I think Piglet is just Piglet. No, the, the, the elephant. Oh, oh, I, I don't remember. I, you're talking like about Piglet's big adventure, right? No. no that's Pee-wee's big adventure. What the, the Piglet movie? I, I don't... I don't know what the I'm elephant's on not it. in the piglet movie. I don't think the elephant. No, no, that's not with Rue. I thought piglet. Oh my god, it is called Piglet's Big Movie. I wasn't that. I wasn't that far off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, yeah. Oh my god, her name is Conga. The mo the 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 mom the oh mom the mom Conga and Rue. Okay. Yeah, it's Rabbit, Eeyore, Rue, Conga, Owl, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Piglet. Yeah, his name is Eeyore because they couldn't call him ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's you know so... You what, Winnie the Pooh, that's a pretty good joke. I'll give it to you. That's really clever. Okay. Can we, can we, can we, I, I, I want to make a decision here because we are clearly doing kind of like a, 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 a very gritty sort of experience. Are we doing a story where the cast is uh, finally coming together to kill Christopher Robin? Or are we the only one of the cast that wants to kill Christopher Robin and we need cast to... Cast is all coming back together. It's a JRPG. You need to I have don't a party. Know. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, but also, like, I, I think it would be kind of cool that each boss is, like, 
the known cast of the fuck of, that would be cool okay because it, that it means follows that we have like the god of war method where it's like you're all the fighting the pooh verse yeah like and, and and now you like can, you're right like the the hundred acre woods characters do give an excellent rogues gallery hold on let me hit you with this yes no never mind it's a bad idea okay how about how about this how about this um, they, I, actually, you know what? Pitch it to me. There are no, there's no such thing as a bad idea out of you. Adrian. I was going to say, what only... if Christopher Robin's going through to kill the hundred acre woods characters? But Jesus then I was like, no, God. literally every middle schoolers thought of that. We're done with that. <laughs> Toss that out the window. <laughs> I mean, it's so, it's so funny. But the moment you said that, I'm like, yeah, that is a good idea. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm a 27 year old. Come on. Be, be a little bit more clever than this. <laughs> We can we can be more clever than the grizzled adult going back to punish the youthful imaginations of his childhood. Like, yeah. come on, that's yeah, so killing. fucking. Oh, it's so fucking edgy. Whatever, we're done with that. <laughs> okay, no, but now, I like Tigger, the embodiment of a child's excitement and and killing and, the like, adult version of themselves, like having an exploration to... for the world. Killing mm-hmm. the adult, like, punished version of themselves? Hell hey, yeah. Tigger AJ? going through and reminding the rest of the Hundred Acre fo- Woods characters what's so cool about being a little aminal in the woods? Yes. That way we can still get the boss fights against the cast. So you have to do the... So you... It, it, it's like fighting um, fucking... Uh, uh, in like Persona, like per- I don't know if you've played any of the Persona games. Most of the cast, you actually have to like defeat them first and give them back their hope and their you know their positive energy. At least that's how Persona Four works. Where you, anytime anybody new gets added to the party, you need to go defeat their Persona and like the negative version of themselves. So that's like, cool. It, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. But I want to steal that for this, where it's like that way you still have to fight Winnie the Pooh. You still have to fight Piglet, and after defeating them and awaking that chop, that wonder in them again, then you can add them to your party, and then it becomes the JRPG bullshit. We've unlocked um, it, Blake Rea. This is excellent. Now we have. Now we. Now we're going mm-hmm. to go ahead and grab a little 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 tool belt, a little tool we might have picked up from our adventures playing video games. You remember Undertale, the video game that we're still playing through? Yes. You know how most of the verbs when we select our action is stuff like talk, flirt, tickle? <laughs> I don't know if ti- I don't know if tickle's been used yet. <laughs> but well, yes, I know what you mean. That's okay because t- you know what tiggers love doing? Hopping? Tickling. Tickling. Tiggling? Tigger, Tigger loved to tiggle. Oh, okay. I'm begging you to remember Winnie the Pooh. I remember it. I'm just like, I, I just, I'm, I'll be real. You saying tiggling to me, like, and while I'm wearing a headset and it's kind of like intimate, feels very uncomfortable. <laughs> hmm. Well, I don't like the energy just... that you're bringing to the podcast recording. <laughs> Anyway, the verbs that you get to do when you drop into our cool JRPG is things like tickle, things like joke, things like bounce and jump and hop. It's all different verbs to help get people to lean into their past youth and excitement. I I totally am on the same page. There are no violent verbs in this. Now, I do want to continue with the whole grim, dark, edgelord, punished snake vibe that we're giving with the characters, right? Winnie the Pooh. 
one has pants on now disgusting <laughs> two has a horrible beard just a horrible scraggly beard Wears pants now is jaded, and we're trying. <laughs> we're trying to get him. We're trying to get him to like relax a little bit again. You know what I mean? We're trying yeah. to get him to unbuckle them that belt and just kind of chill with it all hanging out the way that we mm-hmm. know Winnie the Pooh loves. But we're not going to do that by hating him. We're going to do that by by showing him a good time by making by giving him some honey. When when we first see Winnie the Pooh, it has to be like we walk into his old hut and he's just like doing a line of honey. I'm just no, like the honey's good for him. We want him to have the honey. I no, think the problem is no, that he's but, doing. Here's the thing: he's doing a line of real, actual cocaine. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to get back on the healthy stuff. You gotta you gotta quit this addiction and get on. A healthier yeah, addiction? Yeah, no, like, because that's the thing, right? It's like the cocaine makes him rush and fast and makes him like a busy boy. Uh-huh. Tigger's like, come on, man. Get back on the slow chill vibes that you were always on. Come on. I know how much you love to think and ponder while you're, think- while you're eating that good sticky stuff. Slow down. Get stuck in it, man. This is have like some this honey. Is, this is so fucking depressing, but I have another idea of like No, it's not depressing. It's it's a grim dark fantasy where Tigger is bringing a cool and silly little guy energy back to the 100 Acres cat Woods cast. So, what if I like I don't know how we make Rabbit anxious again, but that's going to be a fun mission. I <laughs> I mean, you could just take the you could just take the route that Rabbit has like fortified themselves in a building because they became too anxious and they became yeah, too they're so, yeah. So it's here's like the you got to like they were really anxious, but they were really anxious because they had Winnie the Pooh and Tigger around that were throwing off their rhythm. But Rabbit had a lot of stuff going on. Rabbit was like a gardener and a book reader and was making their own kombucha. They had so many hobbies. Like, of course, they were kind of edged out. They were doing so many little projects. And so now they're at peace, but they have no fun little projects. Oh, so and they so just you have to show up an and you're like, Rabbit, room. get back to your fun little projects. Yeah, And they, it's going to wig him out a little bit and make him a little nervous because he's got anxiety. But he's going to get back to being able to grow a whole little plant. Damn, I love this. Okay, okay. So, what is like a stank we can apply onto this game gameplay? Other than wise? the horrible grim dark, not grim dark. <sighs> grim dark is when it's like everyone no. has armor made of skulls. But like, you know what I mean? Like edgy. <laughs> Everyone's got beards and scars. And I appreciate the poo's missing an ear. And you could just say Tigger grim. has a robot it's, it's, tail. It's grim. It's not grim dark, but like grim. Yeah, it's grim or uh, edgy. Uh, gritty, uh, gritty, dramatic, edgy, gritty. Winnie the yeah. Pooh. I'm trying to think of like what is the mechanic, like what is the cool game that should not be made element of this? Because yes, it's gritty and stuff, but I'm trying to think of like can we apply an actual game mechanic? Because I, we haven't really talked. We've talked about story and we've talked about vibe. Yeah. But we haven't talked about any gameplay. Can I do we... think it's a JRPG that has like like Persona. You combat air quotes is a bunch of little menus that kind of give the Persona vibe. But then your verbs are things like pounce and tickle and goof and joke and eat. 
can. Okay, so but the thing like Undertale that changes those verbs every single time, you do get the same like six verbs and you unlock different verbs as you unlock new party members. The option to hang out and eat some honey is not unlocked until you've beaten and added Winnie the Pooh to your party. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of like it's the thing that stands out to me here is like I'm I'm trying to figure out how we can make the verbs interesting. So you were mentioning that this is uh, all of the verbs we're trying to do are about bringing positivity. Then that yeah. means that implies to me that the enemy needs ha- needs to have like or like anytime there's combat that they can take those words away from you by instilling negativity into you. So guess so at the beginning of the battle you have those four verbs right. Um, maybe they do an attack that takes that temporarily deletes two of those words. So you can't use the word you want to. So you need to like use an ability, switch to a different character that does have that or, uh, that still has it. That hasn't been affected by that attack. You need to take a consumable that gives you that energy or gives you that verb back. Yeah. So like you want to hang out and try to use the verb pounce, but mm-hmm. you've got honey stuck all over you, so now you can't jump around. Yes. Now you have to find a different – now you have to use the verb eat because mm-hmm. now you're covered in honey. And you're like, ooh, poo, check but this out. I, let, me, let me pitch you on this, though. What if the if those words um, get crossed out, they get b- replaced by negative words, and <gasps> that becomes like this sort of like you have to use some of the darkness to bring the light? So it's like you are so in the middle – if Rabbit has stressed you out and made you lose all of the other words that you would normally use to make them happy, now mm. you have no option but to use the word punch. Yes, or or more of like it just like a tag that says um uh like stress out or uh aggravate something. So you need to use their own medicine against them in some fights. Because like in in Undertale, they say it's like, hey, sometimes those words aren't going to be highlighted, and you just kind of need to use your instinct on it. Oh, it's like you do that way. reverse psychology. Like you're fighting yes. off Eeyore, and he's just like bouncing all of your look positive how verbs sad against you are. That. Yeah. So look, then you have to do like a sarcastic. Okay, then I guess we'll just lay here forever. Yes. And then he, so, and then Eeyore's mm-hmm. like. Hold on, wait. This kind of, sounds kind of dumb when you say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So there now that actually ha- that's a game to me. That actually has like a back and forth, a strategy to it. One other wrinkle I want to add before we dip out. I, I, this is our game, right? Like, I, yeah, I this is the be, game because you're yeah. you have to leave soon. This is the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I what if there is a way of adding like a permadeath mechanic to this, where like the hundred acre woods. If you lose somebody or maybe not permadeath, but scars. So like they say if a person goes down in combat, they get a permanent scar that makes them lose access to specific traits, words, abilities, something that permanently affects them for the rest of the game, making each run of this game hyper unique. Or if they have a scar, maybe you got to do a side mission to get rid of that scar. It's a game about healing. I like the idea about- of adding side missions so that you can help them. So at different narrative checkpoints, characters will get a scar. And then you have to go out of your way to do their side mission to make give them that verb back. Yes. So, like, maybe 
um, Piglet gets some sort of scar that makes it so that they don't really want to hug people anymore. But you're like, oh. man, Piglet, you give the best little hugs. You're so small, and you can just like you really get into the craniums of someone's neck when you give them a good hug. We mm. gotta get you that hug back, little man's. Yes, I, I, and that gives you kind of that gives us kind of a motivation to like explore more of the Acre Woods and do like little side missions and little activities so they can get their things back. I like that there are checkpoints, but I also really like the idea that those scars can have, can happen at any point in the game due to the combat. So now it's I like, like the idea that they can happen at any point in the game also because that means that you could end up having to repeat Piglet's mission to make him comfortable with hugging like eight times in a place because he keeps <laughs> on getting afflicted go. with not hug. That's the stink. Everybody's side mission is the same fucking side mission. It's not a new thing every time that's the stink i'm looking for very see this is this is what i love about like this is the ideal suck game for me because the core story is interesting the core gameplay is interesting it's all the side shit you have to do to get to that good shit that is aggravating and stupid and feels like it should have been left on the cutting floor but guess what that's our marketing baby that's our that's the selling point of a suck game all right what are we calling that's a game it? Chrono Tigger is really good, and I like that a lot. So you want to do like, uh, how about this? Uh, Unless you could think of another a better name. Wait, it's called Chrono Tigger, not Chrono yeah. Trigger. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Then yeah, never mind. I thought you were saying Chrono Trigger. I'm like, yeah, Chrono Tigger, Chrono Chrono Tigger, Tigger, just like the submitter proposed. Uh huh. Okay. All right. That's it. That's a freaking game. Are we ready for patch notes? Let's go to patch notes. Hey, everybody, welcome to Patch Notes. Before you click off, I just want to say a big thank you for letting us take that last week off. We needed it. It's a little stressful out there. It's a little little tight, little uh, fast-moving, and AJ and I needed a quick break. And, of course, if you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend. Make other people wait for us as well. That's always <laughs> a wonderful experience. Our intro and outro is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.